An entitled Karen takes advantage of my grandmother, takes her pension money, and freeloads off of her house for years. And honestly, our family is absolutely sick of it. Here's what happened. So my grandma has a lot of debt. She's retired and she can't pay my mom back very quickly. But now she's borrowing money again. I know some will think, well, your mom's her daughter. Why can't she just give her money? That's because my mom's previous company just closed down and she's still in training for her new job. School's about to start again and my mom's going to pay my tuition fee. This is my senior year and I'll be taking dentistry in college. So that's another thing my mom has to worry about. My mom does not understand why my grandma manages to spend all her monthly pension too soon. We have moved out of my grandma's house four years ago and then my youngest uncle moved in with his live-in partner. They adopted a kid while they were unmarried and my uncle has a job that pays him little to nothing and his girlfriend has his ATM card. Red flag already, am I right? She doesn't do anything in her life. She's always quitting her job and she does not contribute to the household and is honestly very rude to my grandma as well as my aunt and my uncle. I will call this lady Sarah. That's not her real name. Sarah has greatly influenced my uncle's attitude and behavior in a really bad way. But to my grandma, he's still her favorite youngest son. Unfortunately, her favorite son has become just as entitled as his girlfriend. We left some of our stuff that we weren't able to place in our new apartment, keeping it stored in the garage. But my uncle and his family moved in without anything, expecting everyone to give them our stuff. They used our bed, our mattress, and some of our furniture that we had intended to take back once we had our unit ready. Grandma said they're only borrowing them and will return them once they've bought their own. Well, guess what? Three years have passed and they're still using them. And what's baffling is they bought their own appliances, a large screen TV, and their own fridge. My aunt pays for the electricity bill and is sometimes helped by my older uncle, but my youngest uncle does not pay for anything. Everyone else had suspected that Sarah had used the child they adopted to get my uncle under her clutches. So when they disapproved of the idea of him marrying her, Sarah forced my uncle to abruptly marry her despite their tight financial situation. It grew worse with them not contributing to anything at all, even just for groceries, which costs way less than electricity and water bills. My older uncle had to take his own fridge down because he can't afford paying his part in the bills anymore. Yet Sarah and my uncle are still freeloading. And apparently, they now expect my retired grandmother to pay for their son's tuition fees. Just like how she helped with mine and my older cousins when she still had a job. When she finally got her separation pay from the hospital she used to work at, she had her own little house in the province constructed. And now the construction has been discontinued because she can't pay the workers anymore. She borrowed a huge amount of money from my mom for it to proceed. And now she's borrowing money again for an unknown reason. That is, until we learn that Sarah borrowed my grandmother's pension, not once, but twice already, for God knows what. Now, everyone is suffering financially, thanks in full to these two freeloading, entitled parents. And honestly, we just don't know what to do. It is time for these people to move out and get their own thing going. They took advantage of your grandmother, took her pension, and used it for their own benefit. How dirty and toxic of a person do you have to be to take advantage of somebody's kindness, as well as somebody's money like that? I mean, that is just so uncalled for and just disgusting. In my opinion, your family needs to get together and convince the grandma to tell your uncle as well as Sarah
Sarah to start contributing to this household or to get kicked to the curb because they are absolutely taking advantage of all of you. And it's not fair for your grandma who worked her entire career to try and retire on time only for her then to get taken advantage of by these people who clearly do not care about her or her well-being. So hopefully this gets worked out and hopefully your grandma can get away from these people because honestly, she does not need this in her life. I have finally come to peace with the fact that I am very unattractive, but my friends won't give up on trying to set me up with someone. What should I do? I'm hoping to get some advice on my current predicament between myself and my friends. I will call my friends John and Kelly. That's not their real names. You see, I am very unattractive. I don't mean that as a put down on myself, but rather as an objective fact about my appearance. I have a very naturally unappealing face with several body scars that make me difficult to look at for some people. I've had most of these scars most of my life, and of course, I was born with my face, so I've never been much to look at. I have tried to compensate in other aspects of life. I have a decent job, I'm tall, and I'm in very good shape. I go to the gym and I eat well. Sadly, this is far from enough to make up for how I look. I have had very few relationships and only one intimate partner, if you know what I mean. I put myself out there for years and was rejected by dozens of women before meeting one that I thought would be able to look past my appearance. Unfortunately, after a month, she came to my place crying and saying though she found me attractive as a person, she couldn't get over my appearance and had felt terrible. I told her that I understood and we went our separate ways. I would have been happier if we had just been friends and never dated if I'm being honest. That was several years ago and I swore off romantic love ever since then because it just hurt too much. Life has been pretty good since I gave up. I wish I wasn't what I am so I could find love, but I get it. I made some great friends with John and Kelly, and I have been friends with them for a few years now, and we get along great. The only issue is that they are in relationships and have this fantasy about going on triple dates with me included. The problem is, of course, I don't date, and so they've been trying to play matchmaker. There have been probably seven or eight attempts now to get me with some friends or acquaintances of theirs, ranging from being blindsided with a date when I thought that I would just be there with them or inviting girls to parties and trying to get us together all night. Honestly, I hate it. I feel bad for these girls because obviously they weren't told about this either and now they have to play nice with the weird ugly guy their friends have now dumped on them. Not only that, but there is this look in their eyes that I'm sadly used to now. It's a combination of sadness and fear that overcomes them when we make eye contact. I can feel them looking at every mark on my face, getting more and more grossed out and uncomfortable. Of course they're scared. This six foot six man who looks like Frankenstein's monster has become your date for the night. I would honestly be scared too. I tell them every time not to set me up as I don't want to date, but they get so excited trying to find the perfect person for me that they set me up anyways. So backstory aside, I keep telling my friends to stop setting me up. And last week they came over to hang out and Kelly kept mentioning this friend of hers who she goes to work with and starts showing me pictures. I immediately see where this is all going. And that's when I found out that they invited her to John's party in a few weeks. I say, cool, I look forward to meeting her, but this isn't a date. And I won't be letting them push me onto this poor girl. She's cute, and from what they tell me, I'm sure we would get along great if I were normal. But that just isn't the case. Kelly begins to get upset at me and ask me why I won't just give her a shot. So I asked if this girl had seen a picture of me or even heard of me. She admitted that she had not and didn't plan on showing her my picture or even telling her about me until the night of the party. I'll admit I snapped and I told both 
both of them to stop playing matchmaker. I was sick of it and showed them text messages from two of the girls they victimized. They were kind enough to tell me that they liked me, but weren't physically attracted to me. I showed them these text messages, but they just made excuses and left. After this argument, I haven't heard from either of them in a week. How can I fix this situation? I've made peace with the fact that I will never know romantic love, and I'm okay with that. But honestly, I just need friends. What should I do? This is a really rough situation, and to the original poster, I really just want to say I'm so sorry. It's such a terrible thing for people to be so conceited, to dismiss someone based on their looks, and the way you're being treated is just not fair. I don't care how you look. I really do think you deserve to love somebody, and I truly hope that you'll find someone who will look past your outward appearance. But when it comes to your friends, I think you can go back to them and just apologize. Explain to them that you're feeling really depressed because of this whole situation, and being set up like that really, really makes you feel uncomfortable. I think you can obviously say, hey, I still want to be friends, but these are my boundaries, and you need to respect those, because otherwise this is just not going to work. Because it sounds like you've made up your mind. You don't want to date. You've moved past that part of your life, and it sounds like you found peace in it. But when your friends constantly bring this up and try and set you up on a date against your will, it can leave you feeling very jaded and probably very offended. I can only imagine what you have gone through dealing with this. And honestly, thinking more about it, it really is inappropriate that your friends would act like this. I think if your friends are really unwilling to come back and make amends and try and be friends again, then maybe it's time to find some better friends who will respect your boundaries. Because honestly, nobody wants to feel like someone's pet project, as if this is some kind of game that they can play, which is just really not fair for you. So I wish you the best. I hope you figure things out. And for the record, I absolutely think you deserve love in this life. Whether that's from a romantic partner who sees you for who you really are, or whether that's from friends and family who care about you innately. Whatever that looks like for you, I hope you find it and I hope you find true happiness in your life. Because honestly, you deserve it. I caught my boyfriend cheating and it feels like my heart is leaking out. What should I do? I was at work today when my boyfriend texted me, asking if I would like to come to his place when my shift was over. I declined because my head had been hurting all day and all I really wanted to do when my shift was over was go home and sleep. At the end of my shift, I was feeling a bit better, so I decided to drive over to my boyfriend's house just to surprise him. Worst case scenario, he wouldn't be home. I drove to his house and found a vehicle I didn't recognize in the spot I usually park in. He has a two-car garage that's filled with his stuff, so his car is usually parked out front, and then my spot is right beside it. So I went ahead and parked on the street. I walked around the side of his house, let myself in the gate, and went to the back. The back doors are made of glass, completely see-through. I looked in and saw that he was sitting on the couch, watching TV with his back to me. As I was walking toward the door, I saw something that made my heart stop. There was a girl with him, who was not wearing a lot of clothes, if you know what I mean. I just froze. I was completely shocked. My heart was pounding like a hammer, so hard it physically hurt my chest. I turned around, walked back to my car, got inside, and called my best friend. But I couldn't even talk because I was crying so hard. I drove myself to her house and cried my eyes out until I fell asleep. Then I woke up, drove myself home, and cried some more. I didn't think there was anything wrong with our relationship. I was happy, and I thought he was happy. And worst of all, seeing this didn't confirm any suspicion or anything like that. It literally came out of nowhere. We've been together for a year and a half, and I've never suspected anything like this. My heart is aching, and I just can't stop crying. I'm so upset that he would do this to me. I've devoted so much time, energy, and love to this man. 
This really just messes me up so badly. I haven't talked to him today at all. He assumes I just went home after work. I have not called or texted him, and I haven't contacted him in any way. I haven't even confronted him about this. I don't know what to do, or I'm not sure what to do. I've talked some things out with my best friend, but I'm really just not in the mood for physical company. What should I do? Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think you know what you need to do, but it's probably going to be really hard to do it. You can go about handling this in a lot of different ways, but the punchline here is that you need to dump this guy. He has betrayed your trust. He has absolutely ruined your relationship, and you, by all means, have every right to be upset. I understand that you're sad right now, but I think it's time to use that energy and turn it into something proactive. And that proactive move can be kicking him out of your life. And I mean preemptively blocking him on everything. Social media, events your phone. You can even change the locks on your house and say, you know what? We are through. This man threw your relationship out the window to get with some other woman. And while I understand that you feel upset about this and absolutely devastated, it's time to move on and find somebody else. If you're afraid of confrontation, guess what? You don't have to confront him. You can literally send him a text message right now and say, we're done. And then that's that. Block him and then move on with your life. Don't even give him a word otherwise. Because you can know 
cheaters like this will try and talk their way out of it and somehow lie and gaslight you. So I honestly hope this all works out for you and I hope you're able to find solace in the fact that you did probably everything right in this relationship and that the man you were spending all this time with was actually just a dirtbag. And you know what? You could do so much better than this. My boyfriend's female friend has no concept of boundaries and is way too touchy-feely with him and it's honestly starting to really upset me. This friend is well known to be a massive, massive attention seeker. She latches on to anyone she can find and love bombs them to no end, often scaring people off. She does not respect boundaries and will constantly text people, asking them uncomfortable things even after they express their disinterest. She has done this to several friends of mine. My boyfriend and her were close friends, but have drifted apart as of late. Their friendship predates our relationship by about two years, and I 100% respect their friendship. I do know that she's done the same love bombing to my boyfriend in the past and continues with the attention-seeking behavior, but since they have years of friendship behind them and a common friend group, I just let it slide. Basically, I know she acts completely inappropriately, but since she acts that way with everyone and I see it every day and not just with him, it's easy for me to brush it off as her just being her. He acknowledges her behavior and we've discussed it in detail. Me and my boyfriend eat lunch together and she sometimes comes up and does her usual thing. It's hard to describe, but you would probably understand where I'm coming from if you've ever dealt with an attention seeker before. And she usually goes off to find her next victims. However, today she came up to him when we were sitting together and began poking him repeatedly and then shaking him by the shoulders all while shouting, give me attention, like an annoying five-year-old. I felt like I was hallucinating as it felt like it was straight out of a pick me girl TikTok video. This was very, very over the line to me, especially when I'm sitting right there. But I decided to not make a scene and to bring it up in private later. My boyfriend brushed her off and then made some normal friendly conversation until she finally eventually left. Again, the way she talks to people is inappropriate as is, but I could to some extent accept it as who she was, but that combined with the way she prodded at him constantly with no respect for his actual girlfriend sitting right there made me incredibly angry. I've never dealt with this from someone ever before. How do I bring this up and take care of this issue? What do I do? The stereotypical pick-me girl is incredibly frustrating to me because I've seen this person and I've dealt with this type of person several times. It's the type of person who is desperate for attention and will do whatever it takes to get your love and appreciation. And it's honestly very frustrating and it's just so annoying because there's no end in sight and no amount of attention is ever going to be enough. It's like a void. It's a black hole that just keeps sucking up all of your attention and time. And it's just so not worth it. And if I'm being completely honest, in this situation, your boyfriend needs to set some serious boundaries with her. If this is how this lady is with everybody else around her, then it's time for him to step up and say, hey, I don't appreciate you touching me like that. It's inappropriate. And then set some boundaries with this lady. If she is actually a friend, they will apologize and say, oh, I'm so sorry and continue to have conversations with them. If they just see this as their one-stop shop to get attention, then I'm telling you right now, they're going to run off and never come back. This will either establish, oh yeah, they are good friends, or this is going to drive them away. Both of them, in my opinion, are going to be good options. But from the sounds of this lady, she just goes around to anyone and everyone that she can find just to get attention from them. And I think once your boyfriend sets some serious boundaries with this lady, it will either drive her away or it will normalize her to some extent. But let me be clear with this one. This literally falls squarely on the shoulders of the boyfriend. He has not established boundaries with this lady. And in my opinion, this has nothing to do with the lady that's poking him repeatedly. But instead, this definitely sounds like a boyfriend problem. So I would have this 
honest talk and say, hey, you need to say something. Let's not just brush it off anymore because I think I'm going to go crazy. Hopefully that conversation goes well and hopefully this all works out because pick me girls are very annoying. And honestly, I don't know anyone who actually wants to deal with that. My coworker has a terrible attitude and constantly swears and cusses anytime anyone says anything to him. And I'm honestly at such a loss. I just don't know what to do. I recently was promoted to a position somewhere between a server and a manager at the restaurant I work at. I think some places call them leads, but I'm essentially a glorified busser with manager codes that does paperwork at the end of the night. There is one person on our team that, let's just say, has a large margin for growth. They started as a host and have recently begun picking up more server shifts. Most of the other managers and leads have tried to get him up to snuff, but it's been a challenge. Now it seems to be my turn. He's lived in the city for all of eight months and seems to be a little lost. My heart goes out to him, and I want him to become a more cohesive member of the team, but he has a way of interacting with me that sets my teeth on edge. For example, he has a coping mechanism where every comment is interpreted as an attack, and so the response is to strike back even harder. It's like no matter what anybody says, he will always fire back just a little bit extra. After he's done this a few times, we had a little conversation about acceptable ways of communicating with me. Then, I told him I was assigned to shadow him for the start of the shift. I was definitely more hands-off than I normally would, but after the way he spoke to me, I wanted to push him into the deep end and see if he could swim. For the most part, he handled it fine. Most of his mistakes were things that you have to figure out with time on the job. He got some excellent tips, handled a few large parties, and was more of a team player. So I think there's hope. He was cut at around 8 o'clock, and we both ended up at the same station while he was looking at his receipts. He says he got some big tips, and I said, congrats, that's really great, while grabbing a stack of plates, and he responded with, well, screw you too then. At this point, I was so tired, I just put the plates down and said to him, okay. I grabbed them back up and took them where they needed to be. What would you do in this situation? My initial thought is to take a big old step back. If there is someone who can help him, it's clearly not me. I will be as available to him as I am to any other server, but I really hope I don't have to shadow him ever again, especially if he's going to curse at me for complimenting him. What do I do? I think it's really important that you set him aside with another manager present and let him know that no, you cannot talk to me like that. The original poster goes on to say that this guy has a coping mechanism where he will basically curse at somebody over literally anything. And it's gotten to a point where it's just being very obnoxious. And honestly, since you're a manager and you have manager responsibilities, it's time to pull it together and start being nicer to me as well as everybody else in the dining rooms. There's no reason in a restaurant for someone to be acting like that. It needs to feel like a cohesive team where people are working together to get the job done. And when you have somebody talking like that to other people, especially a manager, it's only going to cause friction and unnecessary drama. So you can tell this guy that he can either shape up his attitude as well as his language towards you specifically, or he can leave. And if you set some very clear consequences for these actions, then that will hopefully send a very clear message to him that you're not messing around and that his job is on the line if he doesn't improve. And it really sucks to have to do this, but at the end of the day, this guy is treating people very disrespectfully. I don't care how new he is to whatever city he moved to. Cursing out your co-workers anytime they make any kind of comment towards you is not appropriate work behavior, and he really needs to change that. So hopefully things work out, and hopefully this co-worker is able to figure things out and be a better member of the team. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, 
Use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your next stream.